Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky, and I am joined with Jonathan Lee. Got him off guard. Hello everyone. Zach Katie. Hi-ho, let's go. And Brett Freeman. Hey everyone. I switched it up on you guys this week. Alright, so we're going to talk about the final two weeks of the Band League. It is wrapping up, and then we will get into the rest of the points discussion that we did not finish last week. So we have First Order, Republic, Separatists, and Resistance, and the generic upgrades. So, but first we're going to get into the uh, Band League. So, Zach, if you want to take it from here. Taking it from here! Alright, Band League stuff. So, it was a week in the band league. It happened. Uh, first week with the new points. Shocker. We saw a lot of rebel play. A lot, a lot, a lot of rebel play. Um, and we saw zero Republic players. Zero. Which is, that was a bit sad. I think that's the first total blank out we've had in a faction. Week 10. Sad. Disappointing. Disappointed in the lot of you. I am. There wasn't uh, but, a ton that I thought was there, though. Did you? Eh. I don't know. Experiment with some shit. See? Maybe? Maybe? I don't know. It'll be better this week. CLT's back. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Put your hat back on, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, going into this week's bands, uh, let's just Dive right in, shall we? Uh, pilot bands. Echo. 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 Is that our first Phantom being banned this whole time? I feel like Maybe? it is. It might be. There hasn't just hasn't been a lot of Phantom play, to be honest. Like, they've been, like, eligible before, but always on, like, the lower end of eligible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Actually, you're right. I think it, this might be our first our first one. There you go, Paul. You can uh, be happy now. Uh, Phantom got banned. Yes, yeah, Paul points out in the chat that that isn't Whisper, of course, yeah. who's just been banned the whole time. Yeah, permanently banned. Poor uh, to the more shocking ones, Benthic Two Tubes is banned in the U-wing. I see that raised eyebrow, Jonathan. Comments, commentary. You know, I can't even remember what Benthic does. <laughs> Does he like? Does he give a focus yes. or something? Like, if he has a yeah. focus, someone else can use it, and he passes it to his brother to yeah, Andrea. If he, ha- if he has a focus, he can pass it off. Right. Is his thing. We saw a lot of him with Dash. A lot of him giving Dash focus tokens is what was happening. That's why he got banned for Dash's sins. Uh, alongside Benthic and the Rebel Alliance, Harris and Dula and the VCX is banned. I feel cool. like that's a sad one for a lot of our local players. Sad for sad for local players, but hilarious for me. We gotta <laughs> use the X band. Um, and Jake, Jake Farrell, also banned. Take that, rebels! You get played by fourteen people, and you get kicked in the crotch. Uh, moving on to upgrades, but Dash didn't get banned. Notably, Dash not banned. Uh, but moving on to upgrades, advanced sensors caught the ban this week. Shocking number of uh, advanced sensors showing up. 
with it still not being points decreased or tied to initiative, which I will never, never understand. Poor B-Wings. Uh, Perceptive Copilot also caught a ban this week. A lot of Perceptive Copilot play. Looking at you, Dash, again. Looking at you. And also with Dash in mind, the Outrider title has been banned. So, it seems like the the people believe that Rebels won this points change. Right? This is the first time Rebels just ran away with it when Wedge wasn't available, if I recall correctly. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and, and they were significantly higher than the next played faction. So I think people are really excited about what's available in Rebels yep. for the next six months. Uh, I did just see in the chat that uh, somebody asked me if that's Perceptive Copilot second, right? Well, it doesn't matter anymore because we only have two weeks left in the league. So everything point, is permanently banned. Anything that gets a ban <laughs> is permanently banned. Fun times. Um, what else? Uh, moving on to our Randalorian pick. The Randalorian pick this week is Rear Admiral Shiranu. Also gone. Sorry, Decimators. Sorry, the uh, one person that ran Chi Chi Echo. We had one Rear Admiral <laughs> Shiranu Echo list. Your entire list just got hosed. <laughs> That's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Sorry, that one person, but that was funny. Uh, and then on the ships, uh, the Fang Fighter caught the ban. And T seventy X wings, which again second ban for both of them, but also they're just banned now, anyways. So it doesn't particularly matter. So I guess there's no bringing Fenrau back for a last week surprise. Absolutely, the f not. Um, other interesting things going into the unlocks. Um, so it's getting unlocked this week. Broadside one hundred fourth battalion coming back. Ray is coming back. Uh, CLT is coming back, so I, I think we'll see an uptick in Republic players again. Maybe not crazy strength, but maybe an uptick. Mace is not coming back. He, he is permanently banned now after catching his second ban. That's okay. That's a lot of stuff coming back for them, though. Yeah. Uh, TIE FOs are coming back for FO players. Uh, T65s are coming back uh, with a few exceptions. So Wedge, still permanently banned. Um... We also saw that this was the T-65 X-Wing's second ban. So while we didn't want to permanently ban ships, we did want there to be a penalty for it catching its second ban. And kind of looking at the lay of the land and what's out there prevalent right now, dash! Um, we decided to ban all generic T-65 X-Wings. They're all just, they're gone from here on out. So that's the uh, Red Squadron Veterans, Blue Squadron Escorts, and Cavern Angel Zealots. All gone. You can only bring named X-Wings now. Besides Except Wedge. for Wedge. Except but that's Wedge. still a lot of... Co- I mean, the X-Wings have some of the coolest pilot abilities. Exactly. So, yeah, and you have to they're... push it Now that you know, Benthic Two Tubes is gone, you can bring his brother Edrio, who is utterly useless without Benthic around. They are a bit of a handshake there, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so yeah, that's it. That's the big stuff from the band league this week. Yeah. Well, my my bold prediction is that someone will play Republic. At least one person this week. Boo, boo. I know my bold predictions have just been getting a little tamer as I've been wrong every week. Phoning it in. 
just phoning it in. F. So, Brent, your bold prediction is one, <laughs> one or more. One or more. That's tough. <laughs> give, give me, give me an exact number that's not one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll say there will be four Republic players okay. this week. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I'll accept that. All right. So there. You and guys... I, I think. I think Rebels drop down by at least a third. I think we see more dashes, even though Dash wasn't banned. I mean, yeah, Dash Dash took a solid hit from Outrider and Perceptive, but Dash is still quite good and effective, even without those things. So, sure. And without Benthic Two Tubes to pass him a focus now as well, he just has much fewer options of getting a second focus. Right. Or we see a bunch more Kyle Katarn. He said, oh, that was the other interesting thing I saw this week. I have to bring this up. Somebody ran a hawk without Moldy Crow. I mean, was one it Dave person. Bonarm? Was it no. Dave's? It was Janors. Somebody ran Janors with no title. And I was like, I had to like go back through and find that list because I was so confused when I saw that the number of hawks total and number of Moldy Crows were not the same number. I thought I'd screwed up the data somewhere. Nope. One one crazy motherfucker. Sorry. Bleep that out, Andrew. In post. No. <laughs> earmuffs. Uh, earmuffs. Uh, one crazy jerk ran ran Jan Ors with no title. So, okay. I, I feel like you shouldn't need the, the title there. Right. And one of the things that, like, I kind of... I've tossed around the idea of running... Uh, moldy or not moldy crows but hawks without the title and it's not even that three dice primary front arc it's the fact that you can't double stack the focus tokens like i think that's almost the strongest ability of the card um like granite yeah sure that you get that second arc and everything and you get that uh, you know three dice at the front but I think it's that double focus that really kind of hurts it the most but I, I i mean he had the balls to do it and i haven't so kudos yeah. uh there because like i said I yeah. mean, it's something that i've it's definitely crossed my mind before that i just haven't uh, actually done yet yeah i mean that's my thing like i i agree with you i don't think the three dice primary is that big of a loss it's the loss of the extra focus token and it's the loss of 180 degrees to pull off their abilities right since now their abilities are in arc like having that extra like choice was useful but i completely agree right i mean it's a very good title and it makes the ship significantly better but if you if you have enough reps with janors in there you can make it work probably without it and one thing I mean, with janors especially janors specifically too like she's in there to boost one thing in your list mm-hmm. and you know where that's going to be you can catch it in your arc easily enough right like it's not like Paylob, where you want to cover as much arc as possible to try and grab that focus token off somebody. Yes, exactly. When you have all the, the knowledge on your own, it's much less important. When you have all the knowledge on your own, and all that knowledge is being targeted at a single ship most times. Mm-hmm. You're not like bringing her in of like, maybe I'll boost, you know, in this round and the B-Wing next round. No, it's like, I want Dash to be shooting a Death Star gun at things. Five dice kill. Cool. Um, so yeah, th- I guess uh, I'm on board with all that. Um, so let's 
wrap this section up and let's start moving on to the points. Uh, any final thing about the league? So anything that we have banned this week um, is gone from the league completely. Yep, it's, we touched on that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I had to step yep. out for a second. Um, but it's not even a pod ban; it's just a perma ban. It is just perma banned. Um, so uh, I have I haven't gotten. I, I know my crazy suggestion has not been approved from the host, and I don't think they're going to do it. But for anyone that is out there, my crazy suggestion was that any time or the very last week. Everything is going to be banned that was already banned, but I don't think we're going to do that. I think we're just going to play it through in the end, um, if you were wondering what that crazy suggestion was. So, there's that. Don't listen to me. I, I was just going crazy. Um, so, let's get into the points discussions. Uh, so, final, nothing else with the, uh, uh, the bans? Anything else? No, yeah, that's it. I'm excited to see what happens the last couple weeks, especially now with like promo bands. Yep. Um, a few interesting things still coming off of bands in the next few weeks, so that'll also be interesting. And also, yeah, just intrigued to see what happens with like new points stuff. I will say I'm a little bit disappointed in our player base. There was obviously a good amount of net decking in the league. There are some very, very similar weird lists out there. Like, two Fang Fighters and four Zeeks popped up three times. <laughs> in the exact same configuration. Which I highly doubt people just spontaneously thought of that by themselves. Two generic Fangs, four generic Zeeks, two with Ion Cannon, two with... Tractor, I think it is? I think it's Tractor. Yeah. I've, like I've that popped that up one time. It's not fun. That exact list popped up three times. I, I highly doubt that was spontaneous. A little disappointed in people. A little disappointed. See, there we go. Somebody in chat just pointed it out. It was somebody else's list. <laughs> Boom. Little, Don't little disappointed in y'all. But other than that, excited to see what come, what you all come up with when you start thinking for yourselves. Stop being right. sheeple. Soylent uh, green is people. Soylent green is people. All right. Well, anyway, let's get back into the points uh, before Zach kills our player base. All right. So we went through Scum last week. We went through Empire last week. We went through Rebels this week. This week, I think we're going to start off in the upgrade section. So if you please Woo, Best turn, faction. If you please <laughs> turn into your textbook pages of the generic upgrade... Uh, we'll start there. So, um, my first general takes of the upgrades is definitely the ordinance. Uh, so, a lot of the ordinance went down that isn't proton torpedoes. So, we have plasma. All the torpedoes went down one point. The missiles, uh, cluster missiles went down a point. Ion missiles went down a point, And proton rockets which I think is pretty big, went down a point as well. So I think they're like the, really the big winners of this uh, section. Like We might start to see a little bit more of everything, of, of those things go being brought into play. Like I think Proton Rockets is one of the best ordinances out there. The fact that you can get five dice in the Bullseye Arc at range two, for a focus token, like I think you can spam these things pretty heavily, 
and you don't even need to spam them. You could just throw this thing on something that has a rocket slot, and the off chance that something ends up in your bullseye arc at range one to two at some point in the game, I think it's huge. And you know, it's only a focus, so it's kind of like you're going to end up eventually. It's going to proc, I think. Um, what do you guys think about the ordinance? Like, do you do you feel something else or? I completely agree with you. I mean, rockets are are pretty easy to get off because, like you said, you do just need a focus. You create a, a a nice no fly zone if you have a bunch of these things, um, and you're uh, you know doing a good job spreading your arc coverage. So I think we're going to see a lot of proton rockets being spammed around. And um, I think one of the my favorite things with the whole band league just is how much the other ordinance has gotten played once proton torpedoes were out. And, uh, you know, they're kind of trying to bring everything, I think, onto a similar level with, with Proton Torps. So it'll be really interesting to see everything going on. Like Plasmas, now really, that's kind of worth thinking about for, for one less or one fewer point. So you think, what are they, eight now? Yeah. Yeah. I, I still wish they would have done something to, um, to Proton Missiles. Proton torps, torps, proton torps. I, I, I wish that would have gone up as well as everything else going down. I mean, it's sitting at a thirteen-point bounty, so it's kind and of. And you like, still see them all the time. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm not saying that you don't. Um, but I'm not sure lowering like. I'm not sure lowering everything else is really going to affect proton torps still showing up a ton. Like they're still just very good at 13 points right just because there's other good options at cheaper doesn't mean they're not still very good at 13 points yeah i, I mean I, I get what you're saying but I, I think when you start like looking at some of these lists i, I mean like okay, so like for example proton rockets like i grant it it's a different slot but there's certain things that i was messing around with prior to these points that now are fitting um Plasma Torps, um, maybe seeing more play. I, I mean, like, that's a five-point differential. So, I mean, that could be something as different as seeing a bid or, or even possibly putting, like, an extra, you know, advanced proton torpedo. I mean, like, if you could fit two ordinances, maybe you would do it as opposed to just one heavy ordinance. I don't know. Um, I think I would take two prockets. I mean, depending on the style of list, obviously, but I, I think I would take two prockets and have an extra point over a proton torp right now. I mean, right. Unless, unless it's like Redline or someone, you know, who's there to shoot proton yeah. torps. That's fair. And, and like, like advanced proton torpedoes, I think, are in the same boat. There are only five points now, so it's kind of like if you throw something on, like, a, I don't know, like an N1, like, they could have a huge impact. Um Right, right then and there. Like, I mean, like, especially anything that has the scaling, uh, what's it called? Oh, man. Passive sensors. Passive sensors, thank you. Um, something like that, like, I, I think that's, like, a huge almost defense buff of, as well because you don't want to be, like, passive into that range one or something that could be expendable. And because it's you're not going to be spending as much points, like, five points there um, is definitely going to affect certain things and no, don't get me wrong I, I think that proton rockets or proton proton torpedoes are still going to 
be very like what Zach said. They're, they're still going to be broad. They're still going to be very heavy. But I, I think this is definitely going to open up the other munitions category. Um, maybe not so much plasma torps, but I think we we definitely could see some other options coming out. Um, especially with like a lot of these ships that have gone down that can carry these things. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely see it. I mean, I'm with you. I think like baby Anakin with either plasma torps or advanced proton torps is definitely worth a look in Republic right now. If you're not bringing adult Anakin, right? Like that's you know, advanced proton torps passive sensors is only seven points. Throwing that on baby Anakin and he just becomes a range one f off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I know Marcel Manzano was flying that for a bit and he caught me once with it. Um, so it definitely works. Uh, but yeah, like uh, even if you bring in a proton torp to begin with, like you can now maybe fit like a plasma torp as opposed to like not fitting another plasma torp on something else. So uh, I think that's still a win completely on all these munitions. Um, now getting into some of the other things that we've seen changes for agile gunner is now a scaling as far as base ship veteran turret gunner is the same, which I'm, can you, why do the large bases get cheaper? Am I missing large bases just need to be played? I guess. Like, I mean, like they have the bigger arc, so you would think that it's almost like they would. Yeah, but it's so hard to, to actually pull that off. Sure. Right, the bow tie. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, okay. I guess the large bases do get the uh, bow tie. Um, that it is. Yeah, they get harder. they get the bow tie, and they don't like the here veteran turret gunner. You could throw it on a, a Y wing and do your primary, and then you know do a, a turret cannon at the same uh, or a turret you know at the same um, arc where you don't get that with the the big base ships. Right. You do it on a VCX. Um, or the, yes, uh, you can do bomber. it on a VCX, but you the can't do it bomber. on like the Falcon or uh, v- or um, the Shirano. I think the other thing to think of too is just big base ships in general are a lot more points. Yes, to begin with. Sure. So making it slightly cheaper on them, like you're still like you're paying the big ship tax by investing the points into a big ship. So I could see that as also being a rationale behind it. You know, there's a big difference between a generic Y-Wing in cost and Hera and a VCX. Yeah, that's fair, too. Like, and, and, and Agile Gunner going down to five points for a large base. Like, that's... I've definitely checked that on a couple of uh, ships. Like, I, that's something I definitely would consider at this point where any other time I was actually looking at putting it on there, like, that's the first upgrade to go and put something else there. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking at something like that. Like, if you put this on, let's say, just... Something like a jump master, uh, it, it could definitely be useful. Um, yeah, maybe the VCX, um, but yeah, I, I definitely see it, it, they're trying to get these cards to see a little bit more play. But um, I just thought it was kind of interesting that like the arcs are definitely bigger, so and go more range. So I, I was maybe the, maybe that is their point is to get the uh, more play for the uh, large base ships because. We're yeah. still not seeing much. I think, yeah, I think part of the problem with like large base ships in general is that they're already the base ship is so much more expensive than so many other things in the game. And then most large base ships need a bunch of stuff put on them. Sure. Usually right in list building to make it worth their while. 
quote unquote. So if you don't make some of those upgrades cheaper, they're just, you're never going to see them really enter the meta because people are going to look at it and go like, I want to bring, you know, Han or Hera or a party bus <laughs> YV, but like that's over almost half my list into a thing that might just get nuked off the table too fast. Sure. Um, okay, so the other, I would say the two losers of this bunch are... Okay, I don't even know if this is really a loser, but, I mean, Crack Shop going up an entire point. Are you still spamming that on a lot of your ships? Like, are you putting that on your A-Wing still? Are you, are you still bringing Crack Shot at two points? I think I'm probably bringing a copy of Crack Shot. I don't know if I'm going to be spamming it. Yeah. yeah. I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I, yeah. I definitely think Jake has, he's got a spot with Jake. He's got a spot with, um, maybe, I don't know if you put it on soon tier, but I definitely think it's not Some, something uh, that you're, RZ2s. yeah, the RZ2s, anything like that. Like, I don't think this is the upgrade that you're just going to now just, I want to throw this on all my ships because I have five points left over. I think you maybe like throw it on a ship and that's it. Makes the uh, heroic or crack shot debate easier, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and then I think the other, uh, I don't know, again, if this is even a really uh, big loser, but passive sensors going up to six at I6 is kind of interesting. Uh, it went up three points from what it was, uh, four points for the I5s, and now two points for I4 and below, which is, I think that is very good because this is clearly a card that is made for the lower initiatives and then just got abused by the higher initiative stuff. So, I mean, like we saw Whisper take in, we saw Vader be super abusive with it. I think there's no contest that like, uh, if you want to bring this on Vader and Whisper, you got to pay the points for it, which is fine. Uh, Cause like I said, it. It was really kind of abusive to throw it on those ships and really, really kind of like have that option to do like um, actions. Like I said, especially with Vader being able to like take a calculate token or a target lock token um, and then barrel roll and do all of his other options that he can do that uh, um, at initiative six. I mean, yeah, we, we've seen that in the league, right? Like, we took out passive sensors and FCS, and we maybe see one Vader a week now. Maybe. Some weeks we see zero Darth Vaders. Yeah, I, it, I mean... It's I've, just become a crutch fan. Right, and it's kind of funny that you mentioned that, because, like, we re- we unlocked Vader, and I feel like we really haven't seen too much of Vader pop up. Nope. So... The first week he was back, he saw a decent amount of play, and almost nothing since then. Brett, wasn't yeah. that one of your hot takes? That... We can't unlock Vader because so many people were going to flock to him. I, I don't know. It, it was <laughs> wrong, so probably. Probably. But, I mean, we have had all of his tools banned as well. So. That's true. And we did we did lock soon tier as well, like right as we, we did. Uh, unlocked Vader. Um, so, Ari, there my takes on the generics. What do you guys, any other final you're, comments on that? You're not going to mention the Electro Proton Bomb going down a point? <laughs> no. Okay. What so, a joke of a card. Here, here. Okay. Electro puts on bombs. Whatever. So let's get Jonathan. Uh, with Crackshot going up to two, at what point uh, do you start looking at Predator instead of Crackshot if they're both at two? Or I just 
two points. Do you think your ship will survive to live? Do you think your ship will survive to shoot twice? Oh, would be my debate. Uh, it might also have something to do with like you know your dice count. Like I mean, like I think Crackshot has a huge value at when you have two dice primaries as opposed to three dice primaries. Where with that. yeah, with a uh, Predator, I, I definitely mm-hmm. think if I have a three dice primary, I'm taking that. Because um, with Crackshot, so if, if, again, I was gonna say if I'm hoping someone gets in my bullseye and I'm not doing anything really to make it happen, then I'm taking Crackshot. If I'm flying Suntier, where I'm gonna probably be able to get crack shot whenever or, or bullseye whenever i wanted to i'll take i'll take predator sure. i think it's it's just who's really going to be the one making the bullseye happen in my mind just let clt jedi take predator that's all i'm saying oh god <laughs> uh... we're, we're it's called the lat we're getting it <laughs> um okay so back to the bombs though connor nets that should be like three points electro proton bombs it's yeah whatever uh ion bombs though i think are a little bit underrated um sitting at five they are yeah so they don't do damage right you just load them up with ion tokens but i mean taking away your opponent's agency is i think something that we've really kind of lost in second edition and uh, I, I think a number of these things could be really strong. Like, I mean, if you trajectory simulator something with the uh, with the ion bombs, you could really set up like these like detrimental turns where you just know where they're going to be. Um, you know, you might have to try to like really kind of build around it. But I mean, like, robots went down again, and you know, we've seen tremendous success with control bots in first edition, and I think this could be an option there. Yeah, it's only eleven points now for Structure Simulator and and uh, ion bombs. Ion bombs. Yeah, and that, that's not the worst worst way to spend eleven points. Right. I was I was surprised Cluster Mines didn't go down. Um, I don't think they've seen enough play yet to really yeah make any kind of call since they came out like kind of right as mm-hmm. the world was lit on fire. Yeah, I think that's the one thing I'm going to look at is ion bombs, just because I like to play a little bit more defensively, and like I think that's a huge game right there that people are still missing out on. I yeah. think with the ion uh, errata that you kind of don't can't do any actions it is even stronger. So that's True. definitely something I got to take a look into. It on two robots, you can just continuously freeze people up. Yeah. All right, all right. You're swinging me over, Andrew. You're swinging me over. Uh, it's something I gotta take a look at. Definitely. All right. Let's. A- any final thoughts on upgrades? Not generics. No. Not generics. Sure. Uh, so, dorsal uh, turret is two points. That's all. Dorsal turret is two points, which is okay. Um, ion cannon cannon still five points. I mean. <laughs> The thing about Dorsal Turret is I, I know they ruled it that you could be at range 3 inside your firing arc, but I don't know if I agree with that. And I, I think that just makes certain things a little bit stronger. Um, man, could we see like more Drea pop up with this? Like, I mean, like... No. You don't think so? I mean, not, I'm they not saying... Drea not... so expensive. Did they... <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I don't know. 49 like, points base right now. makes it 51. I mean, I, I don't... 
she's still pretty good. What she does, right? I'm not. I don't. I don't know of any Alyssa where that one point was like, like keeping it from working. I'm sure they're out there, but no, no right, right. But I'm, I'm saying like, uh, you kind of just uh, let's let's take a look. All right, so Jurea, uh what is the cheapest Z95s? Then they go down. Oh, da, 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 da. Um, all right, and then the quad jumpers went down. You don't have to move anything. Uh, let's get rid of that. Boom! So you can bring Drea, four binary pilots, and two quad jumpers, and be at 197 points. I don't know if that's... Uh, how much... They they completely nuked what's-his-face out of the the Hawk. Dace Bonearm? No, he's pretty good now. Yeah, Dace Bonearm is... <laughs> where, where is the Hawk at? Um... Cool radio. Yeah, you can't fix Torkoal and all that. You have to, like, seriously drop some points. Um, but it's something that, like, if you want, like, something a little bit swarmy, I don't know if it's something to take a look at. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that is my final take. A- anything else? Brett, why don't, nope. you, why don't you feed us into Republic? Uh, okay. Republic was kind of got an interesting treatment in this points change. Um, the the Y wings, most of them came down. Uh, Matchstick and Broadside stayed the same, but uh, everyone else came down at least a point. With uh, Anakin, who everyone knows, I kind of love coming down a massive five points. So I'm actually really excited about that because I also would have to put dorsal turn on him. So there's another point there that's freeing up. Um, I, I think that there might be a place right now for Anakin and a Y-Wing. I think that he uh, he is getting to that price point now where you can run him with two CLT Jedi completely loaded up and still have at least a 10-point bid, which I think is the number you need. Zach completely disagrees with me, I can see, but I think that, that I could make that work potentially. Tell you me why I'm wrong. You couldn't, first of all. He's still in a Y-Wing. He, he is still going to die within a turn and a half. You'd be surprised at how survivable he is at range three with those force. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Keep lying to yourself, Brett. Keep lying to yourself. I, I don't know. I, you, you've I'm tried this. You've been hurt by him before. Why do you keep going back to him? Because I, I just think Girl, that, get a that, new boyfriend. that I-6 do- or double-modded proton torp every turn is pretty good. Why not bring a different torp? You know, all the other torps got cheaper. They did, but he can make the the proton torp work. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe maybe plasmas could work. I don't know, but I, I like that that four die one. And yeah, but I don't know. I think that's worth something on, looking at. Him plasmas might actually well, be a thing. Like, well, sometimes like Cavill in the past has had some success. You know, so. Yeah, but he's not fifty five points. Cavill's like yes. big thing is that he's. He's cheap for what he brings to the table. I'm still not sure Anakin is cheap for what he brings to the table. Still three fourths and an I six though. With uh with you know blue two turns when you throw R four on him. Like he's getting a lot Kevil less cheap the more you talk. <laughs> I mean when Kevil would the work, you would have him. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. When Ka- uh, I was gonna say, like when Cavill works, he like he rolls in sort of slowly. He's in the back. Your opponent has other things to shoot at. 
you know, they're not shooting at Cavill, you know, so. But, like, it's true, like, if your opponent jumps on Cavill, then Cavill dies. So I imagine Anakin would die if everyone shot at him. But if you had, like, other people in the way, like a big arc, a lat, a whole bunch of torrents, if you had Jedi sniping at the flanks, you know. Jedi that hit with, with essentially proton rockets every turn. I don't know. It's a fun list. You should give it a try. For, before you totally write it off, Zach, give it a try. One game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Your next game with Mike. Bring that one for me. I'm just saying, Cavill loaded up is still cheaper than Anakin base. Um, I, I, I'm sure you're <laughs> correct. I'm just, I, I, just I, I think Anakin it brings is. a lot more to the table. And Anakin, with everything that you said so far, Proton Torps and R4 Astromech is still 70 points in a Y-Wing. Oh, he gets a lot more expensive than that. Why do you bring yes. Plasma Torps? They got cheaper. They did, but yeah, exactly what I just yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> he does live long enough, though, where you get off three torps a lot of times. And if he doesn't, then okay, cool. Like you killed my Y wing. Like I have two. I mean, it's, over it's, over, it's over a thirty-year list. I'm okay with that. I know, but I, he's going to get off two torps at least before he dies. And he's got, uh, you know, two regenning CLT Jedi who can just pick you apart afterwards. Cool, hey, but I'm I brought th- I brought three Jedi, and you're still behind in the game. I don't know. Let's let's give it a try. That's all I'm saying. We're looking at new options here, and he's way cheaper than he used to be. This right, is set up a game. Let's set up a game. Let's set up a yes. game. You bring this junk. I'll bring something against it. We'll see who wins. Perfect. All right. Um, Hot take. Torrance. It's gonna be me. Yeah, we'll see. Confirmation bias is real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all the name torrents came down, uh, at least two points, most of them three points. And then the, uh, I think it's an I3 generic came down one point as well. And that's the one you need to, uh, be a dedicated, uh, carrier if you're going to try and make that work. Uh, so, uh, torrents have, uh, a lot of, of points to play around with now. And I think that that's probably going to change the, uh, the faction a lot now. Dedicated is really an option that people might be willing to consider. It's only one point when it triggers. It's pretty good. And now for the same price as what the uh, the I3 generic used to be. Um, I'm saying I3. I, I still don't know. But let's say I3 generic. Um, you know, you, you can make dedicated a thing. And I, I think even Zach will agree that I'm totally fine if you're shooting my, my uh, 27 point torrent and leaving my Jedi alone. That'll agree with. Okay, cool. Um, and Oddball will finally have his day at 31 points. Yeah, I'm still not interested in Oddball, I'll be honest. <laughs> 31-point um, I-5. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. It's just <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have them as a uh, dedicated carrier than than really anything else. Um, Rick Ali uh, had a, a pretty hefty points increase. He went up three, uh, so... I, I wasn't a huge Rick fan anyway, but the, the thing that made him appealing was he was an I-5 who could be essentially, you know, a 3-3 ship, and that is is now significantly more expensive. So I'm, I'm like, really kind of shocked that the Torrents kind of dropped in price, but none of the, like, lesser N1s dropped. Like, that's the only change to the N1s is Rick going up. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Anakin, I thought was was in a really good spot. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And the the Bravos essentially 
sort of got a buff with the passive sensors mm-hmm. decrease and the the plasma torps decrease potentially. Um, I always thought that that was a a nice combo there together, but I was kind of surprised to not see Naboo handmaidens or Padme go down at all. I you don't see them played ever. Ever. Yeah. So Man. I was pretty pretty surprised by that. Remember when I said Padme Five. was going to break the game? I I do I remember. I, I think do. we all were on board with you too. So I was like, not. <laughs> I was not. Thank you very he was, much. He was not. I, I think she, she's a little bit points high, but I mean. It, I think she still has the potential to see that old school, uh, whatever it was called, where it was like, um, Zach, or not Zach, uh, Jonathan, you played, what was the list called? Ego? It wasn't Ego, was it? What? What was the list that... Old school. Um, towards the end of first edition where it was Captain Rex and... Oh, Fair Ship Rebels. Fair Ship Rebels. Like, I, I could totally see... Padme being um, like a, almost a key to like a new fair ship rebels, and I, I think with the proper I tried, piece, yeah, I tried and it failed. If you remember my Padme Luminara, two more Jedi list. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just, I, if it does go down, like I, I could totally see that happening. But now you can run five Bravo flight officers with the passive sensors and advanced proton torps. That's a thing. Well, then. hey, I have five of them now. Boom. <laughs> Congratulations, Brett. Well, after the the, we, the we all have shiny ones called TTS. <laughs> all right. Um, I just realized maybe there's actually a use for all of them. There you um, go. so I guess speaking of Oddball, he he uh, came down in the arc. Also, he is uh, now only forty nine points. Oddball uh, matter is upon us. Yeah, cheaper than two of the lower initiative ones. So, uh, that's that's kind of interesting. Right, I mean, Wolf has a, a good ability if you're flying. Uh, I guess really any any list. Sinker's much more list dependent, but I, I might try and squeeze Oddball in there instead of Wolf if uh, I really need that that one point. Um, I think probably though the most exciting or horrible or you know drastic changes here are to the uh, the Aether sprites. Um, there were a you know, OB, Mace, and Plo, they all went up by one point. Not not huge, but uh, the Delta 7B title also had some pretty significant increases. Uh, four points for the I6s and uh, two points for the I5s. So um, Plo and OB and Anakin all significantly more expensive now uh, when you're, you're trying to run them with 7B. But no change whatsoever for CLTs. Uh, I'm thinking CLT Jedi's just look really good right now. I've been a fan for a while, and uh, I think it's just an easier call now than it, it has been to to go that route over the seven B config. Does battle meditation ever become I was a thing? Literally, just gonna say it. <laughs> yes, you know what? I've I've literally looked at this spreadsheet. I don't know how many times, and I just gloss right over it. Uh, I mean, it's hey, it's getting it's getting pretty cheap. Uh, where you could throw it on. Uh, you know, maybe a generic, or I've seen people throw it on Ahsoka, but no, I, I, I'm not interested yet in battle meditation, especially with what we know is coming out for uh, Republic. I have absolutely no excitement for this card. Someone's not into meditation. <laughs> I am not. Zen is the bad. art of lightsaber maintenance. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else with Republic? 
cool. Let's jump into their counterpart and go into Separatists. So, Separatists did not see too much of a change of any, really. I mean, uh, we saw Kraken go up a point, TA-175 go up two points. Uh, With the Separatist drones went up a point, Trade Federation drones went up a point. That's so fine. They're still going to see a bunch of play. But yeah, exactly. The Nantex Sunfac went down nine points. Burwer went down four points. Churchek five. Gorgol eight. Uh, the generic went down eight and five. And and snare. I'm not reading this right. Yeah. So one of the things to say is that a lot of those that went down did not really have a, a net decrease right. if you're throwing a snare on them. Exactly. Except for Sunfac. Who didn't change at all right. as far as snare costs. It's ridiculous. Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, no, exactly what I'm saying. Like and, and it's kinda like it's it's kinda sad because like Sunfax's ability basically relies around that. And it's like playing Sunfax after the tractor beam change, like it just hurts. Like, um it's very hard to make a call. And, like, I, I get that, like, it's an NPE that people don't want that mechanic in the game. But it's still, like, I feel like this ship is just not going to see any play. Um, maybe some of these lower guys will, like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, tra- being able to tractor beam and have a bunch of generics shoot something that is tractor beamed is huge. That negative one dice, like, is such a debuff that like i think it's still worth it um but the high level high initiative plays with sunfact being able to move things is just completely gone like he's not worth the points that you would to bring like where like i said like those these lower guys like the coliseum aces um or even like gorgol or Chertek. like i I could definitely see them getting played just to really get the tractor beams out and, and really um give these uh drones like a, a different way to push damage through a- any takes uh, on that yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't disagree with anything you said it's just it's such a poorly designed ship all around and it remains that they've just they've painted themselves into a corner design wise that there's i don't think there's anything they can do with points alone that will save this ship there just isn't. There isn't like a point. It's either going to be broken good or broken bad. There right. is no middle ground. Right. So, and, and it's kind of funny I, because when you look at the back of the Nantex, you, you see a lot of our names on there. <laughs> Where we we might have said a lot of this and we saved you all from something. We saved worse. you. Don't get us wrong. We saved you from what the Nantex <laughs> could have been. So give so, us that. Let's, let's get off of that one quickly um i think sunfac is the one that i'd actually be most excited for uh i mean i the tractor mechanic obviously hurt a lot but i feel like coming down nine points that's probably about right for for what you can do with him now um so i i don't hate the the idea of a nine points cheaper sunfac i don't like the idea of the generics at uh you know a higher cost even I don't hate it, but it's still 73 points of I'm going to die when you look at me. Yeah, but you can fit them with some more stuff at least now. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to fly it at all. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. I'm, I'm not sitting here being like, hey, 
I'm going to bring this. Let's set up a game, Zach. That's why we're Anakin territory. But uh, <laughs> I uh, mean, of, of all of them, at least that's the one that I think. So, you know, here's the, the point, thing, like, maybe I'll bring this and point, prove you wrong two ways. I'll lose some fact, but still beat your stupid Anakin. Here's the thing, like, I mean, do you bring other things? Like, so you could bring, I mean, even still 50 points for you can't bring much like that's the problem like i was thinking maybe you bring other things and then sun fact but like it just just doesn't pack enough punch or even just enough utility in that squad like you could bring three of the i3 ones with ensnare and sun fact and be at 195 and it's like that's not a good list <laughs> no it's not and I, it's just I mean, so unfortunate that they had so many of these abilities tied to being tractored right and it's like do you bring i mean you can't even really bring something that uh has like a tractor beam because i sunfax i6 so it's it's yeah I, I don't see this being played at all like I said, may, maybe you could see like some of the small, the i threes, um, just like bring one to try to like extra damage for your drones. But even still, I think the relays are the better way to go. All right, uh, so I, I think that wraps up basically all of separatists. They didn't see too much of a change. Uh, that's the only thing. And uh, I mean, I, the, the one point increase to the the drones, the the two generic right, drones right, right. could be decent but yeah other than that i i don't think you bring these things otherwise uh so let's jump into resistance has anyone followed resistance i know we have a lot of a-wing players that uh like to scream heroic and heroic did not go up or down at all i mean it'd be crazy if it went down yeah that'd be <laughs> what a trash card <laughs> what a trash, trash card Jonathan, what do you think of Resistance? Well, I think uh, you see that continued trend of decreased cost to large base ships. So all the Star Fortresses, Resistance Bombers went down, and all the scavenged YT-1300s went down. So yeah. everyone by two points, except for the generics, which went down one point for both the YT and the uh, Resistance Bomber. Which is great so Ray because is... I really enjoy Ray. Like I, I think she is an underrated ship. They're so making you have Ray, Han, and Chewie all in a list. I mean, should you? Probably <laughs> not. What a BS faction! <laughs> what a BS faction! What is your what is your hate? What is your hate with our resistance? You can fit. Chewie, Han, and Ray in one list. You shouldn't. That's still a bad list, but just the fact that you can is utterly ridiculous. Um, and then, um, and then ZZ went up one point, and I think, and Joff Sea Striker went down two, and I think those are all the point changes in resistance. Uh, I couldn't even tell you what Joff did. Man, I'm like not on my X Wing game. He's the old red ace. Okay. I think he gets an evade after you he after you lose the shield, right? Um, yeah, it's yeah. whatever. Um, Poe Dameron went down a point. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so like uh, I I did dabble a little bit into resistance where I was running uh, Ray Poe, 
And uh, I, I thought it was a, a decent list. Like, I definitely... Maybe say Poe Ray from now on, please. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Poe Ray. Um... <laughs> All right. I see what you did there. Um... <laughs> I think it was a decent list otherwise. Like, I think... Oh, man. We need, we need a Rapo award. Um, like I said, it did a lot of damage. It really kind of... It packed a punch. It had outs. It was a list that I think... Um, you had to fly it a specific way, but it probably also had a lot of hard counters to it. Like, I don't think I would ever want to go up against a Swarm against this kind of list. Um, and it really... I would be excited to see what else I could fit into that list now, though, with these point decrease. Like, maybe I'll bring a Plasma Torpedo. Probably not, but, I mean, Ray can definitely bring a, you know, a Procket or, or something along those lines. Because I, I know I did fly a hefty bid. Um, Ferrosphere Paint also went down a point, I believe. And I love that card, even though it never gets play. Uh, maybe with five points. It's probably still too high, but... I think that's one of my favorite cards because that came out at the end of first edition, and I'm sad that it did not has not seen any play. Yeah, that it, I agree. It's a cool card. It doesn't see any play, and I still think it's it's too expensive. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe the biggest winner here is Easy only going up one point. That's yeah. Like Easy is so good. And one point does not seem like at all a big enough increase for her. Um, Ray coming down, also pretty cool, uh, as far as the faction goes. But yeah, there, there's not a ton of changes here. Um, Star Fortresses are good if you're uh, in our league and you run them every week and win. But I'm not that guy. So, okay, like uh, Star Fortresses, let's talk about them for a second. Uh they, there's still a lot of points. We're seeing the bombs drop. We're seeing... We saw trajectory uh, drop. Um, do you think Veteran that... Kirk Gunner. Yeah, we saw that go down. Agile Gunner doesn't even matter with these things. Do you think there's ever a point that these start becoming relevant? I mean, they should be. Like, they are good. We have seen people do really well, really well at big tournaments running... Star Fortress heavy lists before. It's just they're not super popular in the wider community for whatever reason. I think also because bombs are just not that popular in the wider community. Yeah. I don't know, question mark. I, I, I think they're definitely like worth a look. Everything that makes them good got cheaper. I think if they had a reinforce, I would definitely take a little bit harder look at them. I mean, it's a fortress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, um, I, I think Vince Dello is... I mean, didn't you see the movie? They obviously can't reinforce. Eh, it's true. They just... Oh, too soon, too soon. I don't, I don't like Star Wars. Um, Run Ray watching. with two of them? Yeah. Can you fit Ray with two of them? Is that a thing? I mean, you can. You, pro I mean, you probably still have points left over for things. Um... Yeah, I think I, I think people are still just going to fly A-Wings with these uh, in the Resistance. So I, I don't know if there's much to debate there. 
Yeah, you could definitely fit Ray with the her, you know, Finn crew and all that fun stuff. I'm a little surprised that the where did they go? The fake B wings, the resistance transports. Um, because like the only thing that we ever really saw was Kova a little bit, right? Yeah, you don't see a ton. Yeah, but that, that might also be on the same boat. But we haven't seen it too much to really care. Um, I'm done with Resistance. Resistance is the A-Wing faction, and I don't think anyone's going to change my mind about that. Um, all right, so I've always been a First Order player. Have you guys always been First Order players? Always been a First Order player. Always been a First Order player. I, I know Brett's always been a First Order player. I have never played anything but First Order. Jonathan is not a First Order player. Jonathan First Order Lee. It's literally his middle name. His middle name. Uh, yes. Yes. Correct. Um, okay, so let's get into First Order. I know you guys are excited for this. Man, They the Ty Bacon went down already with Von Regger dropping two, Hollow dropping one, Amber dropping four, and the Generic dropping four. Quick Draw went up two points. LeHughes dro- dropped a point, which I think is kind of interesting. I'm shocked at LeHughes dropping a point. Shocked. I am literally shocked. Scream heroic. It makes you feel better. I just don't understand it. LeHughes seemed so good. Um, the Thai Silencer generic went down three points. You can now fit four of the generic tie silencers in a list uh and i don't think that's good um yeah that's like the most exciting change probably in the whole points adjustment right like that they they change this whole threshold for for silencers that's a huge huge change uh um, pretty fun then finally, the SF Gunner went down a single point. So even though Quick Draw went up uh, two points, the SF Gunner went down a point, which is fine. Uh, I think Quick Draw saw a lot of play. I was wrong from Quick Draw off the bat, I think. Uh, but I th- let's start off. Let's, so let's jump into the tie SF. Um, with. All right, so they can't fire Prockets out. Can they fire pockets at all? How does that work with the... I think they can fire up the front, right? Can they fire it with their normal? I mean, I guess I'd never really thought about if that would have prevented them from firing out the front. So it says you must treat the front arc requirement of your equipped... Okay, so I guess it's still firing out the front, but it's not going to matter anyway with... um... The other thing. So, I mean, like, cluster missiles went down a point. Ion missiles went down a point. Probably the only thing that they ever really else... Um, oh, I guess cluster missiles they did. Or was it cluster missiles or homing missiles? that? No, no, no. Cluster missiles, right. Um, so, you can bring cluster missiles with these things and not bring the SF gunner. Like, I, I think that is huge. No, I, I'm completely wrong. I'm thinking of concussion missiles. Uh, let's edit that part out. Sorry, live guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I had my mind wrapped around uh, concussion missiles. But anyway, so th- with the SF gunner going down and uh, concussion missiles sitting at six points, I don't know if that's going to matter too much with them. Um, I, I still think you're going to see the same shenanigans. 
Backdraft, I think, is still pretty decent, uh, even though he doesn't see any play. Quick draw will still see a lot of play. That is my take on that. Why is Phasma 39 points? <laughs> I mean, you mean Prince Zizor? Yeah, right? Like, that's what I don't get. Like, why is LaHue cheaper than Phasma now? Princess Shizor, if you will. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. <laughs> um, it's 2020. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting super out of it. Um, yeah, okay. So SF Gunner, I think you're not going to see much of a change here. Um, it's a shame that you can't bring five of these Zeta Squadron survivors um, with the SF Gunners, but you can still bring them with the Prockets or the Concussion Missiles. Um, I don't see too much of a change there. All right, so let's talk about why we think, why I think bringing four of the silencers is bad. Brett, what do you, what do you think? Oh, I'm sure it's bad, right? right? Like they are still I one ships, but they're also really fun ships to fly. So I think it, it kind of increases like the, the fun in the game. Zach is nodding again. Like I'm totally wrong about everything. <laughs> Zach, Zach, I was Zach. nodding wrong. Yeah. Right. It was it was a very enthusiastic nod. Like, keep going, keep going, dig that hole. Um, no, no, that would be a head shake. One day we'll teach you human interaction, there, Brett. One day. Sure. Um, but I mean, there you can get you know three of them now, and Von Reg. Like that seems pretty good, right? That I I could see being a list. Certainly over four of them. Right, so I think my, like I said, my big thing is it's going to be like a a hip check that I think it's similar to the X-Wing list where it's got a lot of punch, it's got the three agility, it's got two shields, it's, but I mean, I think... Yeah, but it's it's got even more of an exponential downside to the than the X-Wings, right? Like, if one of your X-Wing dies before any of them get to shoot, you still have four X-Wings on the table getting shots that first round. If one of your TIE Silencer dies before you get to shoot, you've gone from four down to three, which is exponentially worse. Right, and I'm going to go like the flip side. Like These things can double reposition, so they're going to... They probably have the best dial in the game, so they can be a little bit more maneuverable with the X-Wings, but that also relies on you understanding that you're uh, you're going to know where your opponent's going and everything like that. So, yes, you can absolutely get wherever the heck you want to get with these things and try to set up some blocks. But I think in 2nd edition that it's um, not going to be possible. The only reason to ever do it is to bring four Chad silencers. Uh, yes. I think you it's the only correct. reason. It's the only reason. Otherwise, it's just a bad list. So, I mean, over the X-Wings, though, they do survive one full shot. They average 5.3 shots to die uh, with three die focus shots, as opposed to only 4.2 for the X-Wings. So your odds of them dying before they get a shot that first turn is, you know, not great. How, how far have three green dice with no tokens taken you before, Brett? Oh, I agree. They, <laughs> you could certainly just die, right? And this is assuming that you have no yeah. tokens, and you'll probably have a focus token. So one of those defense. So you double reposition and you don't have a token. If you yeah, if you choose to double reposition, you thinking I'm going to get a block and then I don't get it, and then 
that thing dies. I don't know. I, I would not trust green dice dice luck. Okay, so at all we can sit here. So yeah, go ahead, Jonathan. I was, uh, I was gonna say. So I was just. It boggles me my mind how this is che- the signer Jameis engineer is cheaper than the Nave Squadron E Wing. So I think I would always take a silencer over the generic E Wing. It's because FFG hates rebels. They always have. <laughs> they hate the E Wing. They hate the E Wing. They um, do hate the E Wing. The cannon makes no sense on the E Wing. That's why. Who puts a cannon right over the cockpit? It doesn't. Blind you every time you shoot. I mean. Okay, uh, if you look at the E-Wing, I think the fact that you can absolutely get a long-range scanner on the E-Wing is... It might be worth that one more point. Um, right, yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, but the... I think, like, the linked actions are so much better on the sure. silencer. The, I think there are two different roles that might be hard to... Well, I think it's just selection. Right. Right? Like, you need to make FOs... Like, Overall, FO stuff needs to be cheaper than equivalent Rebel stuff because Rebel just has so many more options at different point values. When you have less selection mm-hmm. to choose from, we need to give you something to make this faction a viable thing. Right, and here's the thing. Oh, with these things, okay, I'm, I'm saying the, I have two theories here that Brett, like going off the one thing that you said that like maybe three with Von Reg is plausible. Maybe you just now have 48 points left over you don't necessarily want to throw an SF in there, so you are going to throw in a one of these I1s. Uh, maybe they are a nice little filler ship now as opposed to the SFs or anything of the um, FO TIE Fighters. But one of the things I really want to take a look at is with the Z-Class shuttle right on the horizon. Um, if that thing's cheap enough and kind of like bring... Any kind of support for these things, like, I, I doubt that thing will be cheap enough that you can throw Snoke on there. Um, but I, I think with the stuff that's coming out within the next wave, like, that's a little concerning that things might crack down and break um, prior to there. Because I'm sure that entire wave is going to be out before they even consider next points change. And they might already know the stuff that's coming out, and that's why that thing is that cheap. Just food for thought there. Um, Alright, what else do we have here in First Order? As if I went down, we talked about that. Um, So, Von Reg, Hollow, Ember. I, I think that's Hollow is still the shining star here, right? I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan of Hollow, personally. Right, I, and I, I still think Von Reg is very good. Um, he, like I said, you can't compare him to Soontir because he's not Soontir, but he poses a specific role that is is definitely good, and I think he should be used. Um, Kylo Ren's he's a ship who would really like Prockets. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could see these things being a little bit, uh, seeing a lot more in play as opposed to some of the other things. Um, and again, with uh, touching off of what I just said about the Z-Class shuttle, they uh, might get a huge boost with any of those crew cards that are coming out because I know they're going to be getting a lot. Um, 
that might be also be another reason why none of these Upsilons got touched. All right, anything else for First Order before we close out? I don't think so. All right, guys. Um, all right, any kind of shout-outs or anything like that? We have two weeks left of the Band League. I have my acrylic order coming in this week, so I will post those templates as soon as they are ready. Um, and I will, as soon as that template tray is ready, uh, we have four people left in the top pod that are eligible for the uh, template tray. So as soon as that is ready, I will post that. And hopefully we can be able to stream a game, or at least the top game for you guys or record it so uh, people can see the final match um, go down. Uh, all right. Any other things we want to talk about before we close out? Any other shout outs? Anything else? Got nothing. All right. Nothing. Guys, I want to thank you for listening. Thanks to anyone that joined us tonight on our live stream. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Patreon. And have a good night. And thank you for listening.